morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Bee. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me is my sidekick, uh, Dr. Eisenberg. Good morning, Big Mix. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning. Johnny, we got a lot to cover today, but first off, uh, we need to touch on some breaking Ragnarok news. Well, I did have a mailbag segment, but go for it. The Gjallarhorn has been blown. Okay, follow-up question. Right. Why does it exist, and why would somebody do that? Uh, well, it exists to signal the beginning of Ragnarok. Not, uh, not, not what function does it serve. Let me rephrase that. Okay. How does it exist? I don't know. Shouldn't it be not real? <laughs> this was reported in the London Daily Mail on uh, Friday, November 15th. Okay, so it is a terrible paper, at least. Well, it's not the most credible newspaper, <laughs> It really obviously. fucking isn't. But it doesn't make things out of whole cloth. It's not the onion. No, you know? no, that's true. The, I mean, it is a paper abnormally fixated on who various members of the royal family are fucking and what really fat people are doing on TLC this week. Right. But, but the royal family does exist, and they do fuck somebody. And people are fucking fat these days. Exactly. So, and, so they all, and they all get shows on TLC. So. Right, exactly. So, uh, But uh, uh, according to the article, uh, the ancient instrument was blown on uh, the 14th of November, signaling uh, exactly 100 days until the end of the world, according to Norse mythology. Uh, legend has it that the Norse god Heimdall will blow the mythical Gjallarhorn to warn of the Viking apocalypse, also known as Ragnarok. Now, this puts us at, according to this, Ragnarok will occur on February 22nd, 2014. All right. Again, uh, as I said, I have some Mm follow-ups. Where the fuck would they find something like this, and how would they identify it? This seems uh, pretty fake still. Uh, The article doesn't say. Yeah. However, uh, uh, the... An organization known as the Norvik Viking Center uh, appears to be involved. Uh, in fact, they may be responsible. Was, was this, like, blown illegally? Did somebody steal it and blow it? I don't think there are any laws against blowing the Gellerhorn. No, but I assume if such an object exists, as opposed right. to just being a mythical uh, story, uh-huh. it would be in a museum, perhaps. Um, I may be under the jurisdiction of the Norvik Viking Center. <laughs> They seem to know their shit. Further follow-up question, did Heimdall blow it? Or, if not Heimdall, then the guy who played him in the movie? Uh, as far as I know, uh, Heimdall is not mentioned in this article other than that he, in legend, is meant to. Uh, it doesn't say who blew it in this article, so we have to assume. What I'm saying is, we finally do have a Thor movie franchise. This is the first time in human history we've had a, a, a decent Heimdall among us. Uh-huh. We could have made this happen. We could have gotten that guy. Oh, maybe they did. It doesn't say. I don't. I, I don't remember the actor's name. He, he's very good. He's in other stuff, and they should have gotten him. Uh, well, okay. Let me uh, just read a little further. Uh, following a study published in 2010 that bearded men are more trustworthy than those without, can't argue. Well, we're also looking for fantastic displays of facial hair so that we can identify those with the potential to take us into the brave new world that is foretold to follow Ragnarok, said Daniel Daglin director of the Jorvik Viking Festival. In the last couple of years, we've had predictions of the Mayan apocalypse, which passed without incident, and numerous other dates where the end of the world has been penciled in by seers, fortune tellers, and visionaries. But the sound of the horn is possibly the best indicator that the Viking version of the end of the world really will happen on 22nd February next year. And as we all know, the wolf skull will then devour the sun, and his brother Hati will eat the moon, causing stars to vanish from the sky. All right. Yeah. 
I guess <laughs> be on the lookout for that. <laughs> there will, I must add, be huge earthquakes, the sea will rear up, and the soil in the sky will be stained with poison. However, however, the earth will sink into the sea, paving the way for a new utopian world with endless supplies. Well, so, you know, get ready for some ava- amazing voyages in March. Silver linings. All yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we have a plan. We have beards. We do have beards. Yeah, we're good. Uh, I uh, feel like the fact that they're fascinated by the, the beard issue as uh-huh. well as the blowing of the horn uh-huh. makes me think they're not so much serious as they are the Scandinavian us. Or they're 100% serious and they're just taking a positive attitude toward the whole thing. Well, I want to take a wait and see approach on this one. <laughs> Uh, to learn more, listen to our Ragnarok episode from sometime last year. I guess. It was okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I... Uh, is mailbag time, Johnny? I did have a mailbag segment. Uh, all right, let's hit the mailbag. We do not have a mailbag song, and, uh, fuck you for even thinking we should. I keep forgetting to write one. I just don't care. Yeah. Well, anyway, we got a little bit of mail in the mailbag. Okay. From, uh, from our friend of the show, frequent topic suggester, and occasional troll, Jay. Sure. Who sent us the following uh, missive. Okay. Not a topic, but if you really did research poo houses, I would love to hear the research presented as an episode. Well, that's uh, that's a strange coincidence, Johnny, because uh, I, I, also this week uh, we received a text from a friend of the show, Cassie. Oh. Uh, and she uh, uh, specifically requested, I want pictures of poop dollhouse. Well, I didn't end up building it. A lot of attention on the poo segment at the end of last week's show. Yeah, there was a lot of good science in that show, and everyone was like, we want to talk about poop. So, you know, we're a podcast. Right. We can bring the poop jokes. Yeah. That's what we're here for. It's... It's really interesting to see what the long-term diehard fans really latch on to. Now, now Jay says he'd like to hear it presented as an episode, so I guess by definition that is a topic suggestion, but he said it's not a topic, so fuck it. Here we go. I did not do any research on this. Okay. But about five years ago, I did watch an episode of Dirty Jobs Uh where people were turning manure into pottery and statues and lawn ornaments. That's a dirty job. Yes, it is. How would, uh, how did Mike Rowe do? Uh, well, his pot was, pardon the, there's no, there's no, there's no way to say this without making a pun. Just dive in. His pot was pretty fucking crappy. (laughs) (laughs) But the, the, the lady who makes the pots for real, they were quite nice. Uh Uh-huh. You know, and there was another guy who made them. He did several poop sculptor episodes. Uh... Okay. It, it, the show had a lot of poop on it. I mean... Yeah, that's true. There are a lot of dirty jobs involve poo. Well, that's why they're dirty. Yeah. And, uh, and yes, you take the poop, you mix it with some other stuff. It basically, at that point, you use it like clay. You make pottery with it. You make little statues with it. And once it's been dried or fired in a kiln or whatever the hell you do with poop, uh-huh. it does not smell like anything at that point. It's uh, At that point, it has been sterilized. It has been... Uh, Somehow deodorized, I guess whatever makes it disgusting has been burned out of it. Is it flammable? It is, but Mm. everything's flammable if you put enough heat on it. I mean... Well, yeah. Yeah, so Uh I don't know. They do something to it to make it, you know, not soft and not smelling horrible. That's a plus. And you just end up with pottery. I mean, and again, I say it doesn't smell like anything. That is to our human perceptions. 
put that thing in a room with a dog, maybe you're going to hear a different story. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know if I'd recommend the Poopot. But, yeah, he, they, they even called him Poopots, yes. Poopots, yeah, okay. And, yeah, you, you, you can make them into pottery. And, you know, like clay, I assume if you can make it into pottery, you can make it into bricks. So, in summation... It makes a decent brick. You didn't build the poop doll house. I did not build the poop doll house. And you did not do research on poop houses outside of watching the episode of Dirty Jobs. Five years ago, yes. Five years ago, which is what you're basing your conclusion on. Look, you can make it into a pot. I assume you can make it into a brick. I'm not attacking you. I'm merely getting the facts straight. Your facts are straight. Okay. Yes. Do we have anything else to add on this? No, I, I just, I assume that's how it would work. I don't know. Are we done with poop houses? Can God, we, I hope so. Can you guys, okay, from now on, don't send in poo house related things as a topic. We will disregard them without response. Is that fair? You'd think. <laughs> <laughs> but someone's going to come up with a, an amazing spin that's really going to catch your fancy? A, that, and B, they're going to come up with just a clever enough spin to get it in under that rule you just made. Question. Possibly. Which okay, I believe fine. you can answer. Okay. Can you use poo as building material in Minecraft? You cannot. Okay. Not in the regular game. I mean, maybe there's... I, I'm sure there's a mod where you just have blocks of poop. Mods don't count. Mods don't count. No. Okay. Well, then I'm going to say no. Okay. Anyway. You heard it here first, folks. No, they didn't. It's in the game. Everyone who's played it knows that. I heard it here first, folks. There we go. Yep. Okay, let's roll a topic and get beyond this right now. Okay! Fuck it, let's go. Right. Okay, that is 25. 25? 25. Topic number 25, Johnny. Topic number 25 is, oh, God damn it! (laughs) Every week I say that now, it seems. (laughs) Yeah, actually... Topic number 25 is Donald Trump's wig, submitted by Derek in Redmond, Oregon, and Jay from Philadelphia. Uh, thanks, Derek and Jay? Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump's wig. Yes, we talked about this on the show uh, a while ago. I believe Um, it was in our New Jersey episode, because I remember what happened afterwards. Wasn't that like half a second? Yeah, we briefly mentioned Donald Trump's wig, and I was like, ha-ha, what if somebody sends that in as a topic? And two people did. Ha-ha! Wow. How yeah. come whenever I suggest something cool, they don't send it in? It's, it's only when you suggest, like, a disaster in the making. Because I guess these people love disasters. Because sometimes they, they I think they know... Uh-huh. That when we dig ourselves into a real hole, when we get a topic that they know we'll have nothing to say about, right? That ups the chances of us bringing out the fucking sock again. Oh wow, that is. Uh, hmm, is that going to happen? Hell no, not okay. this week. Doctor Soxenberg is not here. He is away on business or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know his backstory. I okay. never really established that. That's fair. So um, Donald Trump's wig. Well, what are we going to do about it? We're going to do the show. We're going to talk about Donald Trump's fucking wig. Do we know anything about Donald Trump's wig? I don't. We don't even know if it's actually a wig. Okay. Donald Trump's hair, whatever Uh the... I don't know if it's hair either. It's it's in a state of quantum uncertainty, I'd like to think. Yeah, yeah. There's a a basic syntax function question sitting on the table here. Yeah. The structure atop Donald Trump's head... Okay. (laughs) ...is a mystery. Right. Because you can't, when you look at it, you can't necessarily tell 
where it begins and where it ends. Fair. It, it swoops in and out like the tracks of a roller coaster. It is very swooshy. But you can't pinpoint the spot where it emerges from his scalp, nor can you pinpoint the, sto- the spot where the hairs end. Like, you know, I'm looking at you right now. Mm-hmm. I can see your hair emerging from your scalp. I can tell it starts at the top and at the scalp and then hangs down over your head. Well, right. I brush it back a bit. You can see where the hair starts. Absolutely. But Trump has that, that kind of 80s, like, you know, like that swooshy comb down. Yeah. Where it's like the top of the hair obscures the bottom of the hair. Exactly. And so the the question then becomes, could this be the world's most delicately crafted comb-over, and what must it look like when it is displaced? Well, we know he can afford it. He can afford basically almost anything. He can afford basically anything, so why wouldn't he go out and buy a better wig? Mm. Or any wig, if it is a comb-over. Well, where are we with hair plug research these days? Not better than we were. Certainly, if any... Gotta be, I I, I mean, it's... It doesn't look great when it's new, you know, you get the gross little scabby pinpricks all over your head. Uh Uh-huh. But again, Donald Trump can afford to keep that shit hidden. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I assume if anyone can afford a treatment that when it grows in will look convincing... Right. It's him. That's true. Now, now here's another hair-related situation. Let's say, hypothetically, there's some process that gets whatever is on his head to look the way it does, okay? okay? Let's say it's super expensive and delicate. I'm not sure that's true at all. There's a, well, just hypothetically. Hypothetically. Okay? There's something very, very expensive he does to get that effect. Proof of concept here. There's a, a, a whole kind of, you know, subculture of women in the United States who go through painstaking processes in salons all over the country for very elaborate hairstyles that they can't even necessarily wash, that they have to just get professionally done every week. Yes. Uh, older ladies get their hair kind of poofed up or permed. Yes. Uh, to expand the kind of uh, area in which the hair covers. Well, uh, older uh, women often do experience a degree of hair loss, often you know not on par with what men experience, but it happens. Sure. Other ladies will get weaves, straightening, that thing where there's hundreds of little braids with beads in them that I don't know what it's called. Rick James. Right. Yeah. It looks like it takes a long time. I'm sure that whatever was done to Rick James takes a long time. And there are a lot of salons in our neighborhood yes. where you can walk by basically at any time and see ladies sitting in those chairs for hours to get something very complicated. Absolutely. So if your average, you know, Brooklyn neighbor uh, uh, can uh, have that done, I don't see why Trump couldn't. Trump doesn't actually work all day. No. He no. already has money. Yeah, exactly. Trump could afford a decent weave. He absolutely could afford a weave. Well, the thing is, the uh, a weave in particular is anchored to hair that already exists. This is true. I don't know if he has enough hair to anchor the weave. Trump's weave is uh, potentially a little more interesting than Trump's wig. Well, yes. Yeah. But the thing is, again, we don't know if it's a wig. And if it is a comb-over, uh-huh. I truly cannot imagine what it would look like when it is, you know, wet and combed down after a shower. No. Not that I want to be picturing Donald Trump in the shower at all. But let's say, let's say he's got a nice big towel around him so you don't have to 
get too into that, okay? Well, somebody must have seen Trump step out of the shower. Doesn't he have, like, a cabana boy or something? He has many, many assistants, including, I assume, a stylist who does that to him, the hair, every day. Right. But, yes, I, I can't imagine what sort of limp, lopsided, scraggly hair... His hair would have to be very long, in or, what hair he has... Uh-huh. In order for a comb over to look that way, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. There's a it's, it's it's very voluminous. Yeah, he he'd have to have hair probably at least as long as yours, at least around the side. Sure. And for those who don't know, Doctor Heisenberg has relatively long hair. And uh, look at my Twitter avatar. If look, you're not following on following me on Twitter. It's your own damn fault. Yeah, you can see him whenever you want on the Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so you know his hair would have to be at least as long as yours, but mm-hmm. then bald on top and probably longer on one side than the other it has to be a disaster i mean i've seen dudes who look like that at iron maiden shows yeah but uh the (laughs) rest of them don't really look very trumpy no no yeah no i mean and if it is a wig it is the most bizarre wig i've ever seen it doesn't look like it fits over his head so much as it rests atop it like yeah like some kind of device like it like the slightest nudge could just Send it flying, like drifting away like a leaf. It's not like he never goes outside, though. Well, exactly. It must be held in place with gallons of of hairspray or pins or something. What if it's, like, screwed in or something? Like, you know that, that, like, guy that had, like, you know... Fake spikes put into his head, not like made out of hair. But no, like, no, the guy who has the metal spikes that he can screw into his skull. Yeah, yeah. You can have screws installed in your skull. That's it's true. been done. And in, indeed, people who get into you know horrible accidents and then need to keep their spine completely straight for the next six months mm-hmm. get those like the halo with the screws on it. You That's know? true. There's a screw in one of my teeth right now. Mm-hmm. It's holding it into my jaw. Under the crown. We know a guy with uh, pins in his leg, you know? Absolutely. There is a precedent for putting screws in bodies. Absolutely. Plenty of it. Could Donald Trump be using one of those? Again, if anyone can afford it, he can. Exactly. But that's the point, okay? That's really the point I want to get to. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump can afford to look good, but he chooses to look horrible. I mean, whether or not it's a bad toupee... It looks like a bad toupee. It looks like either a bad toupee or the world's most elaborate and yet completely obvious comb-over. That's fair. I'm definitely team comb-over on this one, by the okay. way. Okay. But, uh, you know, if there's like if there's a, a different camps on this, I am team comb-over. Right, yeah. So okay. I'm going to buy a shirt and claw the eyes out of anyone who has the other shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, then I'm going to be on a team. I'm going to be on team trained badger. <laughs> it's just a badger on his head. It's just a badger. And when okay. it gets windy, he digs his claws in so it doesn't fall off. <laughs> that's like the saddest badger I've ever heard. But of. the badger was dyed honey blonde because that's not the color badgers are. Oh god, <laughs> this, is, this yeah. is depressing. Well, the point is, the point is though, yeah, Donald Trump can afford to look much better than he looks, and he chooses not to. Also, Donald Trump can afford to look like shit. Because who cares? Well, He's exactly. already a millionaire. Exactly. If Donald Trump is bald, yeah. so what? You're a billionaire. You know who looks really dumpy and doesn't care? Who is that? 
Bill Gates. Bill Gates, yeah, no. He looks like he still has some of the same shirts as when he was like dis- like writing programs in his garage in the 70s. Absolutely. He looks like an awkward geek. He the does. The same awkward geek he's always been. He doesn't give a shit. He's got billions of dollars. He's got a robot house. He's curing malaria. Yeah. He's Bill Gates. He's Bill fucking Gates. Yeah. He has all the money he'll ever need. He's got a lovely wife and a family. Mm-hmm. You know, he's... Doing about as well personally as a billionaire can do, you know. He's not—he's not surrounded by leeches, you know. <laughs> That's true. He's also one of those billionaires that you can make a reasonable argument for him being a good guy. Yeah. Which Trump, you wouldn't. No, no. Trump's a scumbag. Bill Gates is also a billionaire. You can make an argument, you know, married for love. <laughs> you can't really make that argument about Trump either. <laughs> also true. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so if Trump was bald, I don't think the world would care. I don't think the world would think less of him. The world might think more of him. He'd look a bit more serious. Bald guys can look pretty fucking serious when they need to. He might be considered a bit more honest, which right now he is not. No. But I'm saying a bald man can be pretty intimidating, especially with a nice suit and a big pile of money. Absolutely. Uh, um, um, uh, what's his name? Um... Superman's nemesis. Oh, Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah. He's a bald, evil, rich guy, and everyone's yeah. scared of him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Lex Luthor is a bald man with a nice suit and a big pile of money. Yeah. And everyone respects and fears him. Right. You know, Donald Trump could absolutely be doing that, and he doesn't. And I think that that's really my central point here, okay? Okay. Is that Donald Trump's hair or wig or whatever the fuck is happening on his head right is symbolic of his whole not just his persona but his worldview everything he represents in our culture and indeed everything that people like him stand for in our culture i like where you're going with this because donald trump has as has been said billions of dollars which yes he inherited but then he has Lost and made back and made weird crooked deals to get more. Right. He owns casinos. He owns. He's involved in all manner of shady dealings as well as real estate. He can afford to put his name on big ugly buildings with lots of gold fixtures. Yeah. But his ego is so fragile. Uh huh. <laughs> that he needs to do this abomination to his head. You know, he needs to allow this monstrosity to rest atop his scalp. Right. Lest anyone think he is bald. And everyone knows he's bald. And he must know they know because he's on Twitter and he responds to people in a very petty fashion. He does. uh, Frequently. He's a very petty man. Yes. And uh, we know that he knows that we know that he is bald. And yet he still cannot publicly admit this. And it looks terrible, and he probably thinks it looks good. And all the people who tell him it looks bad, oh, they're crazy. They're jealous of how good he looks. I mean, you mentioned those gaudy buildings? Yes. And he owns a ton of real estate property in New York City, right? He's got all these huge-ass housing developments. 
And they all, like, okay, if you go, there's a certain part of the Upper West Side. Oh, yes, there is. Where there's, like, a whole bunch of condo buildings. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's one or two that are independent and just tasteful. Yeah. And then there's there's a big row of Trump buildings, and they're all huge, and they have that giant golden Trump logo. Yeah, way golder than you'd expect for a sign that's outside all day. They're super hideous. Like, I feel and they're like... so big and, like out there. And so shiny that I'm sure they are a hazard to bus drivers in terms of, like, the light coming off of them. No, buses don't go down that road. Well, good. They shouldn't. It's fucking dangerous with those bright, shiny buildings getting in your eyes. Right. And you go inside them. I've been in a couple of these buildings, actually. Yeah. And it is all black marble Mm -hmm. and golden faucets and... Just, it's the sort of thing that a guy who doesn't know what looks good thinks looks good. Right. He kind of reminds me of those, um, this is a bit of a stereotype, those like oil barons. Oh, yeah. Who just get tons of money and they build these ridiculous palaces. It It is a total Dubai aesthetic in these buildings. Yeah, it is, um, yeah. It's just, what is the most sickeningly decadent, pointless, doesn't even look good, but it's obviously expensive yeah. decor we can put in here. Right. Just so we can show off, look what you don't have, you poor fuck. I'm surprised he doesn't just come out, like, covered in oil with, like, a vest instead of a shirt and have, like, some kind of, like, golden hairpiece. Yeah, why does he not actually have, like, <laughs> like the guy in Community who wore the wig made of ivory? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm actually a little surprised that Donald Trump does not wear a piece of an endangered animal on his head. Just to show off and just to brag to the world, look what died for my hair. <laughs> yeah, no, I could see that happening. Yeah. Hey, here's a question. Okay. I I noticed we're talking about Trump, and it it occurs to me, I haven't actually heard anything about Trump in the news lately. Like, did I miss something? Or has he just been keeping a lower profile than normal? I think... I think he's, either he's been laying low, right, or everybody got sick of him. I guess. I mean, there was that Obama birth certificate stuff that yeah. he kept harping on long after everyone else shut up. Yeah, during but, the election last last year, yeah, like a little over a year ago at this point, right. which was about the last time I heard anything from him, uh-huh. he spent the entire 2012 election cycle talking about how he had secret proof of Obama's real birth certificate that he kept failing to deliver on. Right. He kept saying, you know, oh, I'll show the world this if Obama meets my demands. It's like, so that's not how you negotiate. That's not that's not what leverage is. It's like, oh, hey, if you do something that I want you to do, right. I will then destroy you. That's the opposite of a negotiation. That's like, yeah, hey, no. give me two things. Yeah. And I give you nothing. <laughs> that's like the guy in the parking lot that's like, hey, come over here so I can punch you. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> so I get, so first I have to walk, uh, and then I get punched. Yeah, Fuck or off. you can walk away and have nothing happen. <laughs> yeah, it's like the guy who wants to hit you but doesn't want to get up. <laughs> <laughs> that's the level of leverage Trump yeah. has. Yeah, he, he, it, it's like, uh, the only metaphor I can think of right now is the fucking, uh, the Black Knight in Monty Python where it's oh, like, yeah. He's on the ground with no arms and no legs, and he's like, come over here so I can bite you. 
Yeah, yeah, this is not going to happen. It's like you can just walk away from this fight at this point. Absolutely, yeah, nothing has to happen. Yeah, and uh, and he kept doing that, and he kept freaking out. And then on election night, when Obama was reelected, mm-hmm. he was going on this Twitter rant. Right. And everyone was talking about Trump's public meltdown. Mm. But what I found very funny about that was that Donald Trump, of course, was not in public. He was at home or in his office. He was somewhere by himself. Right. Freaking out and angrily thumb typing on his phone. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, like. Probably kicking over a garbage can. Like, a Twitter meltdown probably. A Twitter meltdown is like the sort of thing that we might do. I mean, we have a podcast, yeah. so we can even go a step beyond that. We can do a podcast meltdown. We did. It was called The Yogi Loves, man. <laughs> it's happened a yeah. number of times for various reasons. But, but yeah, no, the thing is, like, a celebrity Twitter meltdown is always so funny to me. Right. Because, like, when somebody has a real meltdown, when some, I, yeah, I know, I know, the internet's real, it all counts, we're all fucking sad these days, but, uh, <laughs> but... At the same time, no, it's fucking not. And uh, because if a celebrity has a meltdown in a restaurant or something, you know? Right. Like, Lindsay Lohan shows up at a restaurant, obviously on a bunch of drugs, and punches a waiter, and dumps out a drink in somebody's crotch, and then gets in a car and crashes into a pole or something. Right. These are all things that are happening where people can see them. They have consequences for herself and the people around her. Sure. A Twitter meltdown is a famous person... Alone, by themselves, in an empty room, just really pissed off, and stewing, alone. And it's sad, and it's stupid. It's just, look what an angry dick you are, that you're somewhere with really no stimuli, and you are so enraged that you need to broadcast it to the world. (laughs) Yeah, but it's on Twitter. Like, he's got so much money, he could buy airtime if he wanted. Or he could just make some phone calls and probably get a few minutes on something. Shit, man, let's, speaking of elections, remember Ross Perot? Well, sure. He used to, like in 92 and 96, he bought airtime on the three major networks. I remember that. And aired TV specials about what a great guy he was and his awesome pie charts. That's true. You can do that if you're that rich. Donald Trump can do that whenever he wants, and he doesn't. Actually, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, now that I think about it, Uh I think Donald Trump is... Possibly, I'm not going to say anything absolute right now. Okay. But I think Donald Trump is possibly petty enough mm-hmm. and has a, a limited enough understanding of how the internet works. Yeah. He might come after us for this. Ooh, I'm into that. I am totally into that. That sounds fun. Like, I feel like it would not take much to convince him that we matter. That's like the definition of pissing off the right people. Yeah. And the thing is, like, (laughs) and the thing is, his only insult to us would be, well, who are you? You don't matter. You're poor. And it's like, that's all true. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) We're not offended by that. (laughs) You're correct. Your assessment is accurate. We make our own podcast. Like, this is a demonstration of that. Fact. <laughs> yeah, what, the, what are you gonna do? Buy our building from the slumlords that bought it last year? Ooh, yeah, no, anything but that. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Get the locks up to code? <laughs> that, actually, man, could you help us out? Yeah, actually, can you buy our building and fucking fix it? Hey, Donald, you know, give give us just you know half a million each, 
and we'll leave you alone. <laughs> That's a good deal. Yeah. I mean, you can buy us off. Yeah, we actually have more leverage now than you did against Obama. <laughs> and that joke was uh, was better than... That joke would probably hurt you more than anything you could have done <laughs> to fuck up this election. <laughs> It would be really funny to see Donald Trump try to make jokes at our expense. <laughs> Go on. Hit me with your best shot. Uh, uh, you're poor. Yep. Uh, yeah. See, that's, <laughs> I know. that's all I got. That's the only joke I know he would make. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's heard of you. You don't own any buildings. That's all I got. That's correct, sir. That's, that's not really a slight. That's accurate. <laughs> it's not even a good Trump yeah. right there. It doesn't no. matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because, yeah, the, the point is that Donald Trump's hair or wig or whatever the hell it is mm-hmm. is reflected back to us not just in his hair or in his grandiose announcements of nothing. Right. Or in his buildings. Uh-huh. But in... Everything he represents in our culture, in the countless other men in in America and around the world, uh-huh. who who think like him, who can buy and sell anybody, right. who can buy their way out of any problem, and yeah. and who really probably don't need to buy their way out of most problems because they should just be above it. Fuck it, you know. They don't need to deal with the little people like us. Yeah, if I had that kind of money, I wouldn't care if people were podcasting about me. But, Uh despite the fact that A, he can buy his way out of any problem, and B, he can ignore those problems because who gives a shit? Right. He nevertheless will entangle himself in these situations in the most foolish and inefficient way possible, simply because his ego was very gently bruised. Right. And that is fascinating to me because uh-huh. <laughs> because why why should it be so easy to do that, Donald Trump? That's a good question. How do you even have the energy to care? Exactly. I mean, it, I feel like you know if I had billions of dollars and buildings and all these you know streams of revenue and my own damn TV show right. where I took celebrities and made them compete. To pretend to get a job with me. Right. Because those celebrities don't go to work for Trump. They have jobs. Penn Jillette is a magician. That's true. <laughs> yeah. The whole concept is absurd. Yeah. yeah. They don't need to get a job working <laughs> for Donald Trump. No. And frankly, Celebrity Apprentice uh, attracts a slightly higher caliber of celebrity than a lot of celebrity reality shows. That's true. Surreal life? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't quite get celebrity Jeopardy level celebrities. Right. But th- that's only one day. You know, they don't need that's, to commit. That's a good point. You you have this empire. Right. We are ants to you. Right. You know, all those people on Twitter who make fun of you. All those writers for like Gawker and Salon who make fun of you. Yeah. They are nobody to you, Trump, and yet... Yeah. And yet, the slightest insult wounds you to such a degree that you need to fight back in public and practically take your dick out and measure it for the world. It is kind of baffling. Yeah. Like, I don't even have the energy to care about the opinions of people I know in real life. Maybe it's because I've been broke as shit for a really long time. (laughs) 
But okay. if I had a billion dollars tomorrow and the yeah. promise of more money coming in for the rest of my life, right. I would sleep very well at night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would sleep very well, and I wouldn't give a shit what anyone said about me, because I could go out and buy a gold car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'd feel really good about that. It wouldn't run, it would be too heavy to drive, it would be miserable to actually sit in, but it would be a golden car. That's true. Fuck everybody. I mean, I mean, just think about, just in terms of like basic resources, you would know for a fact you'd never be hungry again. Yeah. You'd never lack the best medical attention possible. Exactly. Uh, if you wanted, you could have hilariously strong bodyguards and cool costumes. Exactly. You I know. could get bodyguards. Yeah. I could get two huge bodyguards and make them dress like Batman and Superman. Yeah. Nobody would do shit about it. You people would love me more if I did that. You'd be like, well, that's a guy who's spending his money the right way. That's true. <laughs> that's yeah. the biggest waste of money I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> but, pe- but you fucking nerds out there, not you, Trump, I'm talking to the people who hate you. I'm talking to my own team I'm insulting now, okay? <laughs> you fucking nerds out there would look at me and you'd be like, well, there's a millionaire who knows how to spend his money. Yeah. And I'm like, you idiots, I could be curing diseases with this. I could be using this money for AIDS research. <laughs> and I'm using it to, to buy, you know, big men's Superman costumes. <laughs> and uh, I would want a bodyguard dressed up like Strong Bell Boss. Yeah, that'd be pretty badass too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you fans of the Game of Thrones TV show won't know who that is because they wrote him out. But yeah. he's, he's good in the books. He's great in the books. Yeah. I love Strong Bell yeah. Boss. Locusts! He loves eating locusts. Uh, anyway. Uh. Yeah, I guess that's my uh, my thesis on Donald Trump, is what the fuck are you so mad about? I mean, I get it. rich. I get it, you know? Money doesn't buy happiness. Anxiety, depression, insecurity, they can strike anyone. Disease, mental illness, they can strike anyone. Right. But, yeah. as far as I know... Donald Trump either does not have most of those problems or spends a lot of money convincing us that he doesn't. Yeah. I'd say, so wig or I, no, quit being a baby. Yeah. I mean, because, like, yeah, okay, you can buy good medical care, but, you know, not everybody gets better from cancer. Right. And, you know, you can medicate depression, but you're going to have bad days now and then. That kind of thing. Yeah. But Donald Trump has spent so much time and energy convincing us that he doesn't have any of these problems in the first place. Right. That if I go after him for being an asshole, he can't turn around and be like, hey, no, I'm not an asshole. I, I have anxiety. He can't turn around and do that after he spent all that time convincing me he didn't. It's true. You know? It's a, it's a sticky wicket. And so, at this point, I have to wonder, if, if if he is indeed telling the truth, if he is indeed as happy and his life is as perfect as he says, uh-huh. why is he getting so hung up on some reporter who makes one one-thousandth of what he does making a joke about him? Oh, I get it. Donald Trump's wig is like a metaphor for this entire public facade. I feel like I should be doing a slow clap right now. <laughs> And the last horse finishes the race. <laughs> Comes limping back to the barn. <laughs> and there is a hair in my coffee. 
least it's a real hair. It is. It's one of mine, and I know those are falling out. Even if it's one of my cat's hairs, you know, it's still yeah. a real hair. It's hair that I've probably breathed in in my sleep no matter what. Yeah, so, that happens. Yeah. All right. Yeah, see, I that's, that's my life, Donald Trump. When I get a hair in my coffee, I pick it out and I keep drinking it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm fine with that. Make fun of that, big man. Yeah, you can point to me and be like, ha-ha, you're going bald and you're drinking hair coffee. You can't <laughs> afford to just dump it out. You need to make that pot last. Yeah, <laughs> I do, Donald Trump, and yep. it's delicious. Yeah. So until next week, I'm going to be here drinking my cat coffee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, send those topics into topics at thebeak.org, breakfastwiththebeak.tumblr.com, facebook.com, slash breakfastwiththebeak. Get at us on Twitter at, at the Beak and at Doc Heisenberg and at Beak Network, uh, Google Plus for fun. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> do we still even have that? Did they like? It's still there. Have we logged into it in the last year? I, I, once a week, I put up a link to the show just in case our one fan in India is paying attention. Wow, I did not know you did that. Good I, job. <laughs> I do, I do. I, I I keep track of the little things. Well, uh, somebody is. Yeah. And uh, I noticed we haven't been melting down on any of those platforms. So, until next week, yeah, just uh, keep drinking your hairy coffee and uh, <laughs> enjoying watching us not melt down anywhere. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh. yeah. Suck on that, Trump. <laughs> <laughs>